Welcome into episode two of season two of the Frazier Athletic Show as we're back for another year again. The football team struggled to find traction here at home against the Bentworth Bearcats while the volleyball team off to an undefeated start under the 24th year head coach Mandy Hartman, Alex Lyons, Nick Hicks with you to break it all down of the action this past week in Frazier Athletics right here on the Frazier Athletic Show. There is nothing like a refreshing cup of quality coffee to start your day. Brand new to the Mom Valley is His Place Coffee Community and more. Every morning our beans are ground at just the right time to give you that perfect cup of coffee or coffee specialty. Enjoy a fresh made baked good to help start your day. Not a coffee drinker or looking for something different? Try one of our Frap Shakes Refreshers or Specialty Cremosos. From 6 a.m. to 2 p.m., it is more than just a coffee shop. Every cup of coffee helps us bring hope back into the community through our tutoring, reading, and single parenting programs. That is why we are His Place Coffee, Community, and More, located 103rd Street in Manesson. Swinging into football here on the Frazier Athletics Show, another tough week for the Commodores. 2019 loss to a team where we really can't say Frazier's lost to in any sport in recent memory. That is the Bentworth Bearcats. Uh, 20 to 19, again, is the final score of that one. And really, it was a tough showing for the Commodores. One may, extra point make, one miss, two point conversion fail. In a sense, that's the difference in this contest and the scoring of things. But, you know, I think turnovers are something yeah. also you got to look at if you are Frazier to clean up and try to get yourself going into the right direction. And it's kind of just going to get harder from here on out. And I know in the last podcast, we talked a little bit about the offensive numbers Waynesburg Central put up against Bentworth with 64 points. Well, that's still a very winnable game for Frazier when they take on Waynesburg Central later on this it season. It is. We have some key components back, too. And then you're also going to have Schaller, right? So I think those are two big dates you have circled if you are Frazier this year. I would circle best center, too. I would agree. You always circle best center. Well, that's always, a rivalry. Always circle best center. Give me Frazier. Give me best center. Any sport, it's going to be good. But bringing, the reason I brought that up about circling a team like Waynesburg Central who beat up on the Bentworth Bearcats was because that was a Bentworth team when they took on Waynesburg, their best player, who accounted for, I believe, all the touchdowns. All the touchdowns. And all the touchdowns. Pretty close to, like, all the receptions and yards that they he, had. He didn't play against Waynesburg Central. Yeah, no. So that was a big difference That's in this game. That's a big factor. When you get a star player back. And, again, as you said, Nick, some reinforcements coming for the Commodores this Friday, and they're going to need them. Yeah. I honestly think that Bentworth game, what it came down to is Bentworth wanted it more. They yeah. came in here, wanted the win. They got the first win of their season. Yeah, and, you know, the Commodores are still looking. And, you know, again, this is nothing against this Frazier team. Unless a miracle happens, they're still probably going to be looking after Friday with Ligonier Valley coming in. Yeah. And, and that's – or they're going on the road to Ligonier Valley. She's not even Ligonier Valley coming in. and That that's makes just, it difficult. How good of this Ligonier Valley team is? This Ligonier Valley team defeated Elizabeth Ford at Elizabeth Ford without an issue. They defeated 4A Indiana. Elizabeth Ford, a 3A school. They were back in that championship game a season ago as well. A lot of losses on that team, but it was a 
very heavy returning team for the Ligonier Valley Rams as just one player was lost to graduation last year for Ligonier Valley. So a huge returning class. 20 of their 21 players have had starting experience coming into the season, including their starting quarterback, Siraki. And Siraki is a dual threat left-handed quarterback, and he is going to be tough to stop. And I think if the Commodores want a chance of slowing down this offense with guys like Beidel, Marinchek, and as I mentioned, Siraki, they're going to have to find a way to maybe put a spy with one of their two yeah. star middle linebackers, Bacino or Panapinto, and try to slow down at least that aspect of his game. And we mentioned about some reinforcements. Maybe have a guy like Thomas lining up against Marinchek yep. and try to shut down your number one wide out and then hopefully can limit Beidel out of the backfield. He's going to get his yards on the ground. He's a good, talented tailback, the head coach's son. Again, this is a former powerhouse before coming back into the WPIO last season. I would say there's still a powerhouse here. Yeah, they I really mean, hit the ground running. Besides last year, which really yeah, wasn't a full I mean, year, like, but you yeah. can't really... They weren't bad last year. No, they were pretty decent. So you're, you're looking at a team coming in that's like, hey, we're still the same team that was playing before yeah. we came into the WPIO. And the difference between last year and this year for that team, that was a team that only returned, I think, one or two starters this year. They only lost one starter. Yeah. So you look at a big difference, a lot of experience. And that's, again, what we talked about about this Frazier team. Not a lot of experience coming back. Look at your skill positions. You're running back. We were talking about this last night. That was Christian Mangrino last year. He's gone. He even played some Wildcat quarterback yeah. after the injury to Boggs. Kenny Fine. Luke Santo. That's your a lot of skill. Your and offensive front, too. Yeah. You lost Ian Pacino and Jacob Salashi. That's a big chunk of your line last year. Yeah, so when you lose all that, it takes a few games to kind of kick it into gear and kind of figure out what's going. And it wasn't like any walks in the park the WPIO gave the Commodores in their opening season, nah. week zero. You get Bishop Canavan, then you get Brentwood, and now you get into conference play against Bentworth, and you're thinking, all right, maybe we finally we get things going. Non-conference. Or non-conference, yeah. but back into, I guess I should say, normal realm of yeah, who you're yeah, used to yeah. be playing. You know, you're used to playing those teams like Bentworth, like the best centers, the Waynesburg Central. You're more of your local schools, like exactly. Washington, Greene County kind of schools. Exactly. So you get back into that kind of realm of things, and you think, finally, maybe we can get things going, but you have a Bentworth team that just took a non-conference game against yeah, Waynesburg they Central. they were hungry. So, but that's a game that they could be very comparable in. You know, when you go up against a team like Brentwood, it's, sometimes it's tough to be comparable and figure mm -hmm. out what you really need to work on and what you need to figure out because it's not a team you really match up necessarily well against with. And I think a Bentworth team is a team you match up well against, and I think if you get them this week, the week after, you beat them. Yeah. I 100% think you beat them later on in the season, but it's the point you got them in the season that now I think you come out of that game, and that's finally a, almost a comparable team for you. I think it's a team you probably should have beat. You probably were better than and had more skill then, but again, some of that skill was not playing, and now you're going to get some of that back, but now you have a game where you played a comparable team, and now that you've played a comparable team, you truly have an idea of where you need to make changes, where you need to fix some issues to try to get that win on the season. Because when you go against teams like Bishop Canavan and Brentwood, and you're not necessarily comparable teams, and again, that's nothing against Frazier. That's just in 
you know, the grand scheme of things, that's how it works out. So now that you get a comparable one of those, as Nick said, local green, Westmoreland, you know, Fayette County type schools in here that you're kind of used to playing. You're used to playing Bentworth. When I was in high school, Bentworth was part of the Commodore section. We saw them all the time, every year. I mean, you see them every year in basketball. You see them in volleyball, or not volleyball, uh, softball. Softball. I mean, but you see them in all these different sports. So you're used to a school like that, and you normally can kind of get a comparison to where you are, at least it you know where we're really good or normally where we're really bad. Normally it's the aforementioned where we're really good when you take on a team like Bentworth, but now you know where you need to make changes. And I think you get so much to work on from finally playing a team like that. And now, again, you're going to have another tough test. Of course, you still have Washington this year, yeah. which I think Washington's going to go a long, long way this season. That's a good-looking football team. I think it's going to be the clash between Stow Rocks and Washington. That's going to be a later. lot of fun. And, I mean, I think Stow Rocks, they're the favorites, obviously. Stow yeah. Rocks with Josh Jenkins, that team's unreal. And they are so much fun to watch. They were fun to watch in basketball this year. I mean, mm-hmm. this past year, making their run to the semis. But you have so many of those athletes on that team. And Washington, Stow Rocks, I think that could be a dream matchup in 2A come the end of the year. And, you know, saying dream matchup in the championship doesn't bode well with the phrase, you're going to play them later yeah, in the year. Yeah. But, again, I think you, you learned a lot on Friday. You were one play, in mm-hmm. a sense. One play away. Maybe one less turnover. It was one, one play, play away. Yeah, one more made extra point. A two-point conversion made. And the whole game plan changes. And you don't point a one-point loss ever really on one player. It's just yeah. a bunch. Because if, you, if you're trying to get down to that, and I would never point fingers at one player. And the thing is, you know, you say, oh, maybe he could have done this better. I the think answer is, in an aspect when it's that close of a game, there's about 18 different plays that could have completely yep. won you that game if one of those 18 plays won a different direction. I mean, what it all comes down to, it's cliche. You win as a team, you lose as a team. Exactly. And I think it's going to be... A lot of maybe chips on the shoulder and frustration coming out of that loss. I mean, it's a team you think you should beat. It's a team you don't like losing to. And I think I'm sure a lot of these players feel it in going back into the buildings. And it's like, hey, you guys just lost to Bentworth. Frazier doesn't lose to Bentworth. And that's, and that's not me being harsh, but I think that's just kind of the, the mentality it's become. Frazier doesn't lose to teams like Bentworth. Frazier normally doesn't lose to best center anymore in b- sports like basketball and stuff and softball because they're starting to grow and trying to surpass those other programs. Like a couple years ago against Carmichael's, against best center, when you would play those two teams, those are back-and-forth clashes every time you yep. expect that could go either way. You know, then Frazier kind of started taking those stepping stones. It's like, we expect to win against those teams. And then you have a team with Bentworth who you consider below there. It's like, it's tough sledding. So I think maybe you get a lot of, a chip on a lot of these kids' shoulders. Like, okay, we lost to them. Let's prove that we're better than everyone says we are. Let's prove we can be competitive. And, you know, the thing is, get it right for conference play. Yeah. If you get it right for conference play, shock a lot of people. Who knows what could happen? These games... They matter, but they don't. Nobody likes losing. But it doesn't matter if you lose these games. It doesn't. I mean, yeah, if you end up getting into the postseason for seeding, maybe they'll look at that. Uh, that stuff gets looked at. But to make the playoffs, those win-losses for those non-section, non-conference games, you know, I say non-section, non-conference, it always throws me off. You know, we get volleyball, baseball. Yeah. So it's always Every different. other sport is a, a it, section besides football. It's so conference. It always... Uh, 
throws me off there. But these are, in a sense, learning curves. These are your exhibition. These are your preseason games. Get ready. Now let's get the juices flowing. You got another tune-up against Ligonier Valley. Let's figure it out. Let's see what we can do now that we've kind of, I think, got a good grasp of where you are as a program, where you are as a team with that game against a team like Bentworth. Now you're facing a good team, but you got reinforcements. Yeah. See how you can come out and see if you can, you know, put up a fight against a very talented Ligonier Valley team who is put the WPIL on notice, as I like to say. They're saying, hey, we're here and we're just as good yeah. as we used to be. So I think it's going to be a tough possible matchup on Friday, but I think with some skill, maybe a lot of chips on shoulders, maybe the Commodores keep it a lot closer than people yeah. think. Because I think around the expert opinions that I'm hearing, most people think that's mercy rolled by the half. And you hope the Commodores kind of can prove some people wrong and take what they learned in that loss and try to build on it against the Ligonier Valley on Friday, which would be a tough opponent. But I think well, that's a good segue into our uh, player of the week. Player of the week? That's right. We're gonna, I was thinking we are going to do that in the end, so I'm glad you stopped yeah. me. I was about to... Uh, Slow things down and move it on, but Nick, uh, player of the week for football this week. I've got to give it to Tristan Scott. Tristan Scott, senior, getting that player of the week honor for the Commodores, and you know that's uh, one of those, again, seniors you hope to help continue to build on where this program's going and get them in the right direction by the end of the year. But Nick, what stood out to you about Tristan this week? Tristan had uh, an outstanding game Friday night. He had three tackles, two assists. He had one sack and a fumble recovery. He played hard and was the motor for the Commodores on defense. And you're hoping that motor continues to tick when they take on Ligonier Valley, and hopefully it's a lead by example. And, you know, that work ethic he's putting out on the field kind of rubs off on some of his teammates. And the Commodores, again, as I said, maybe can keep things close against Ligonier Valley. Again, that's a team that's going to surprise or I think surprising a lot of people already this season yeah. with what they did and showing they are a true contender this year but until Friday we shall move on to volleyball right here on the Frazier Athletic Show. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates, you can combine your home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Brian Warnick is your go-to agent in Periopolis for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining your home and auto today. State Farm agent Brian Warnick will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 412-668-0111 for surprisingly great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. On the volleyball we go as the Commodores play their best game of the season to keep the undefeated record alive, defeating Waynesburg Central on Tuesday evening, four sets to one, as the Commodores again continue a perfect section start along with a perfect start overall as the Commodores now move to 6-0, 4-0 inside a section play. And they will take on the Mighty Mikes of Carmichael's. That is tonight. So when you will listen to this, you shall know the results if you are staying up to date with it. As the Commodores have played back-to-back -back games that have been their best games of the year. First starting against Jeff Morgan, kind of getting the in the groove they needed. And then all of a sudden against Waynesburg Central, they were 0-3 against the Raiders last year. And lost them in the postseason. It was kind of... All right, how are we going to play against the defending section champs when we haven't been playing our best volleyball? Well, they are playing their best volleyball right now, and they manhandled, in a sense, 
Waynesburg Central besides kind of two stretches. Yeah. One was off an unfortunate play that started the stretch in that set they lost. The other one, they gave up about a six-point, seven-point advantage, but they were able to win set number one, which has been the big thing there, that they were able to maintain a huge set victory. But, you know, finally it seems like all things are kind of clicking in the right order, and we talked about this on Tuesday. If you beat Carmichael's again, you'll know. But if you get that win tonight, which going to Carmichael's is never an easy thing to do and win. You did it last year, and you hope to do it again later on tonight. So if you beat them, then you have South Moreland. So if you're going into South Moreland still undefeated. South Moreland, I think. That's at home. Yeah. So you have a tournament in between there. That's on Saturday. South Moreland at home is on the 28th before restarting your second half of the game against Brownsville. So as long as you beat Carmichael's tonight, having South Moreland at home, you have a phenomenal chance of going the first half, a perfect section start. And if you can do that, you have set yourself up for an amazing opportunity to win the section just by going the first half undefeated. Yeah, you're in the driver's seat, really. Because you look at it, Brownsville, Best Center, and Shawleroy, they shouldn't touch you. The only reason Shawleroy was even close is because they shot themselves in the foot a number of times. They won that three sets to one. Brownsville and Best Center, that's two easy wins. It should be on paper. They both have been you know, struggling to find success on volleyball. And then you have Carmichael's at home. You're at Waynesburg, which is a tough one to win, and at South Moreland. But the thing is, you win one of those, you're in a good shot at that point if you go undefeated in the first half. You win two of those, you have the section. And that's the thing. And the reason I say if you win one, you have, you're in a good place very likely Waynesburg and Carmichael's go one-on-one against each other. I think they'll split. And I think that's a big thought process there. If they split, and then maybe South Moreland sneaks in a win there against one of them, which you never know, which Coach Hartman said that's a team to look out for this year. They've had a slow start, but we've seen teams rebound in the second half. Look at the Commodores volleyball team last year. They rebounded at a huge second half. So it all starts. You get that win against Carmichael's. You go home, I like your chances of winning against South Moreland at home. And if you do that, you're off to a phenomenal start. And, you know, maybe they can go make some noise at that South Fayette tournament they're going to play. And so it's a lot of volleyball and necessarily not in a very short period of time. But, you know, a team that got knocked out of the coaches' 2A pool, I think they're going to go right back in after this week. Waynesburg should probably head out or... If Carmichael's beats the Commodores, they might be coming yeah. into that top 10 as well. But not an easy place to play. But if you play like you did against Waynesburg Central, I think that's a tough team to beat. And I think it's going to be set you up for a great first half to the regular season. And again, it all starts against Carmichael's. And I think if they get that win on the road, which I think they have a great possibility of doing, you play like you did against Waynesburg Central, I don't think you lose to Carmichael's. It's a good Carmichael's team, but again, I think the Commodores have the skill, they have the talent, they are a better team than anybody in this section. I really do believe that, and I think this is their section to win this year. It's North Catholic's classification, and everyone else is just living in it, but section-wise, I think it's the Commodores to win, and they were just absolutely phenomenal against... Waynesburg Central, and that was such a promising sight to see 
how well they played against that Waynesburg Central team. And, you know, the head coach, Mandy Hartman, she was extremely happy with their performance. She told me before the game, winning or making it to a set five against Waynesburg would be almost considered a win. They won in four, and, you know, she had a lot more to say about that. We're going to throw to an interview with Coach Hartman that was conducted after the game. We'll come back. We'll go Athlete of the Week here on the Frazier Athletic Show. I think you look more reluctant than Jensen when she came over. <laughs> well, believe it or not, I'm not much of a public speaker. <laughs> For an English teacher, you've got to find that a little surprising. I know, but you know what? They're so little and so not intimidating. <laughs> hey, but, I mean, it's just a microphone. No one sees anything here. I know. I know. I, I'll, I'll make it through. <laughs> but you, So we were talking earlier today, and you said, I'd be happy to go to five sets. How about winning in four? I know. How about it? I am thrilled with my team. I, I, uh, I mean, tonight... Tonight really was a great measure of how hard these girls have been working in the gym. We were not proud of the way that we were playing in the first couple weeks of the season. I mean, at at times it was, for lack of a better word, embarrassing. Um, So we've really been in the gym and working hard and and making sure everyone is doing their part. And I think that's what we we did tonight Um, from Abby Scott and her serves and um, Braylon winning points for us. And, you know, we have two freshmen out on the court. And you never know what you're going to get with that. I thought Grace Vaughn did a great job on defense. Grayson Hartman, the two Graces that just... <laughs> yeah, that, that, that throws me off a lot. I understand that. I need to come up with some nicknames. Um, I thought she did a great job setting. Um, it was just a tremendous team effort. And I'm just so happy for the girls. It's great, great to see them um, be rewarded for their hard work. I was going somewhere else, but you mentioned about okay. Grace's uh, defense. Mm-hmm. How big do you think that was to see her when she wasn't having the night offensively she's used to having to kind of stay focused and be able to be so stellar defensively yeah this was the biggest stage she's playing on you know both of them to this point uh she's just an athlete and that's why she's out there uh i I see great things in her uh i'm really excited for her for a freshman to come in and be able to play both front row and back row like these two are doing it says a lot uh you know jensen as a freshman only played front row just to put it in perspective so uh, i'm thrilled with her but uh, you know i I pulled her in was it this set Um, jensen no grace grace you pulled her uh, i believe it was set three yeah and i just thought i just wanted to you know get her out let her collect herself i I thought maybe her she was getting a little rattled and and i was really well really proud with with her and the way that she responded when she did go back in she played with a lot of confidence so you went through some sweeps of probably some of the worst games you've played and picking up sweeps yeah but this is what i i told nick i said from what i've seen one of the best this group of players and it's yes kind of your core right now that uh, last couple years that they've played like in general it's one of, they besides a couple maybe in set one you had that one little miscue that you've seen bite all year all year long and shawler giving up big runs but right. really besides that maybe some plays in set three but overall it's one of the better games against a team that's coaches ranked and they're a good team they went to the semifinals last year oh my goodness yeah um they beat us to get there (laughs) um yeah they're they are they're a great team great program dan higginbotham does a, a fabulous job um and and we knew that coming in we knew that we were up against a volleyball team um and these girls don't have as much um Excuse me, I've been yelling a little much. Um, 
they don't have as much experience with with playing in big big matches like this. So I think for that reason, I, I'm I'm a little hesitant, and I'm not sh quite sure sometimes of what the outcome might be, but. I'm excited for them to experience this and to, to get the feeling of, of winning a huge high school game like this. There's really nothing like it in the world. Yeah, it was, I mean, absolutely phenom phenomenal for performance by really everybody. But uh, one last thing for you. One thing that kind of stood out to me is, you know, your middle daughter. <laughs> obviously, yes. all three were here tonight. They so, I mean, yes. but going down, it kind of looked really bad for a second. It did, yeah. And But didn't even look at the bench slowly composed herself, got up, and just went about her business. I mean, what can you say about her? Just say, nope, I'm not even looking. I'm staying. We're playing. <laughs> well, you know, I, I just think that's in her blood. There, it would have taken something major for her to, to, to come off. There would have had to been blood or uh, <laughs> yeah. a lot worse yeah, to get yeah, her out of here. Yeah, you would have had to have dragged her out. Um, she's just uh, she's a competitor. Um, and, you know, we didn't even talk about her tonight. But what she does at the net for us is – you know, there have been a few p players like her that have come through through the, the ranks here at Frazier, and I put her up with, with all of the, the better hitters. I, I'm super proud of her. We've had some great teams. This is possibly your next, at least the start. I said, if not this year, next year yeah. you're primed to be yeah. a real contender. I, I think so. I'm I really excited. Great learning experience, mm -hmm. at least for a lot of young players. You said you've yes. got, you're, you're returning, what, almost everybody besides yeah. Abby? Yeah, and Eliza. We only Eliza. Have, we only have two seniors this year. So right? a lot of experience for a lot of young yeah. players. So that's going to be yeah. should be fun rest of the year, and yeah. hopefully uh, another win on Thursday at Carmack is never a fun place to play. Uh, no, it isn't. Um, but we're prepared, and we've been working in, in practice. You know, setting setting their expectations. We know what we're going to go into. <laughs> that getting through the first half undefeated sets you up very nicely, and hopefully that continues on Thursday. And good luck there. But at least hey, some momentum going into that. Thank you so much, Alex. Yeah. Is back from the interview with Coach Hartman, and you know something that was touched upon in there is just the toughness of Jensen Hartman. We kind of haven't really focused on any individual players. That interview did focus on a number like the defensive effort of Grace Vaughn, just the overall toughness of Jensen Hartman. Because you know we talked about that in a sense injury that she went through in the latter stages of the, that game, but you know. It's so impressive how, you know, she didn't care in a sense of what she necessarily was going through at that moment. It was, I'm going to do everything I can to give my team the best possibility to win this game. And she's been playing some of the best volleyball I've seen her play. As you heard Coach Hartman say, she might be one of the best outside hitters to ever come through the doors at Fraser High School. I mean, she is an absolute talent on the volleyball court. And, you know, it's very impressive what she has been able to do especially at her size. Yeah. And that's the thing. Pound for pound, you know, skill-wise, she might be the most talented to ever come through the doors to play outside hitter. And if she was a little taller, I mean, you'd be talking, she has the skill level, in my opinion, that she could have been a D1 volleyball player. But, you know, sometimes the height's just not there for you. I mean, but that skill level is absolutely there. The mental toughness is there. And, you know, the leadership qualities are even there. You know, we saw her, I think, truly embrace that on-court leadership role. She is only a junior, and I think that's something that's still going to come along for her is developing that leadership role and kind of learning. It's like, hey, you're not a freshman or sophomore anymore. Yeah, you started and played as a freshman and sophomore, but, you know, this is in a sense your team now almost. It's kind of one of the ways I look at it. I mean, you may not be the senior, but – 
You're the catalyst that makes this whole team run, this offense run. You're the leader. When you're frustrated, your team's frustrated. When, you know, you're in a good rhythm, you're, you know, enthusiastic with your teammates, it's not yelling at each other, the play on the court's better. And that's what we saw against Waynesburg Central. It was a lot yet less frustration, a lot less yelling, and a lot more of a cohesive group. And if you couldn't tell by the way we've been talking about it, this week's Volleyball Athlete of the Week. Surprise. Surprise, it's Jensen Hartman. Again, she's been hitting in those last two games. Uh, probably the best I've seen her yeah. hit in a long time, if not ever. I mean, she's absolutely firing missiles out there. And, you know, the defense has been great as well. Blocks coming up for huge blocks, huge digs. I mean, absolutely outstanding performances. And she's really, you know, been heating up for the Commodores, taking her home her first athlete of the week on is her volleyball. Again, week one was Grace Vaughn of the volleyball team as the Commodores look to continue the hot streak. Undefeated to start as hopefully they got that win against Carmichael's going into the tournament on Saturday against South Bay. But when we come back, we'll talk about what's going on in the world of golf and send you on your way here on the Fraser Athletic Show. You can enjoy the rustic decor of the Big Barn Country Store in Delhi from Route 51, just south of Periopolis, Pennsylvania. Inside the store, enjoy the atmosphere and browse through a selection of delicious Amish foods, home-baked pies, a deli, a wide array of nostalgic candy, wine store, and much more. Open seven days a week. Visit our website at BigBarnStore.com. That's BigBarnStore.com. Before we call it quits on another episode of the Frazier Athletic Show, we'll talk a little golf and talk about what sophomore Nixon Early did, for, which is qualifying for the 2A WPIL golf qualifier at Allegheny Country Club. Nixon shooting a 78 at Chippewa, which was tied for third inside the section, and he beat that cut score by six strokes. The cut score was 84. Nixon again hit a 78, which was a great showing for the sophomore and you know he's only going to get better yeah as it's a great start to hopefully a very successful career for Nixon Erdley as again I think you, you can't help but make him back-to-back -back athlete yeah, of the week with what he's been doing for golf I mean he's been absolutely dominant for the golf team leading the way and that's been a huge boost for that Commodores golf team. And again, I think he's only going to get better as Did the years go on. Did we cover last episode that he shot par at Chippewa? I think it was one under, I thought. Or or, was yeah, it, it was one under. I was, I was pretty sure. We did talk about it. I okay, I wasn't sure if we did or not. I we wanted to did. make sure that we put it out there. We, but. we did get the golf in there. That, okay. Ooh, or, hey, equal opportune uh, podcast here. All sports yeah. welcome. Hey. We talk track, and we know nothing about track even during the spring. And I, hey, you know, we do what we can. I, I know a little bit about golf. I know I'm not hey, good I've, at it. I've learned, I've learned about wrestling, though. That's one thing that I have yeah, learned. Hey, I uh, blame uh, Buck for that. Or not blame, but, you know, Buck's taught me a lot about I wrestling. We're, we're learning the sport. We're going to call a few wrestling masters this year for sure. That, that, that's the hope. We'll, we'll, we'll try. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll try. We'll, we'll give it that way. But, yeah. You know, I, I do know golf. I, I know I'm not good at it. I know I really like it. But, again, it's a good sport. Some yeah. people are great at it. And Nixon's one of those people who's very good at it and gets a chance to continue on again at that Allegheny Country Club in that qualifier. But, 
you know, this is going to be it for another episode. Volleyball team off to a great start. Much better than last year. They've kind of flipped the script from what they did to start the season last year. The football team still looking to get a one in that win column. Tough sledding against McGuffey, but on behalf of Nick Hicks, of course, John Malone, our executive producer, Marty Fields, I'm Alex Lyons saying thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Frazier Athletic Show.